I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to the Scoop Reality Cricket Podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ, we've had the first ever um, Aussie women's test match in India. Um, India won by eight wickets. It was an enthralling contest. Um, the Aussies certainly put up an extremely good fight, given uh, the fact that a test matches in India is something that they'd never done before and had a week to prepare for. Um, you were obviously over there in Mumbai. Give us your summary of the four days and how it all unfolded. Yeah, I mean, it was an awesome experience, and I think everyone involved would agree that um, you know coming and seeing or being part of a women's test in India was really special. Um, I think. Lauren Cheadle sums it up really well when I was having a bit of a chat to her after the match and she said she's watched the men play test series in India so many times over the years and always thought, why can't they win series over there, you know? What are you doing? And she's like, coming over here and having done it, she's like, oh, no, this is really hard. (laughs) This is different. And I kind of think that sums it up. Um, India are very good in their own conditions. You take nothing away from them. They were outstanding across the test. But I also think Australia, um, as Ash Gardner will mention in a bit, had a mm. not the best day first up after winning the toss and were then playing catch up and to be fair I, I thought um, they grew into the match really well and, and really fought their way into it it was sort of the polar opposite of the way things went for India uh, England a week earlier where um, mm. you know they collapsed quite badly in both innings and, and lost in just over two days so uh, I thought it was a a really good fight put up by the Australians. They'll have learned a lot of it and you just hope they don't have to wait 40 years to um maybe have another crack at it. How do you, what yeah. do you make of the test watching it from afar? As, I, as everyone will hear, as I said to Ash Gardner, who's joining us on the show, I absolutely loved watching it from afar. It just felt really exciting. As I said to Ash, it felt like there was something, something could happen every single ball. Like there were sort of no lulls in the test match. Um, it always kind of felt like each team was in the game. When we were watching us bowl, Ash Gardner bowled incredibly well throughout the test match. India's bowlers 
were unbelievable. Pooja Vastrakar was great to watch. Their spinners as well, Snayrana was unbelievable. Yeah, there were just some, like Talia McGrath, two really good knocks. And yeah, each team kind of kept fighting back. And throughout the four days, yeah, I absolutely loved it. And I think um, a lot of fans enjoyed watching it too. Um, looked like a pretty good crowd there on day four, LJ. Yeah, they, um, they sort of only had the one stand open towards the end and they got everyone into that one stand, which got really full and they were really loud. Um, as you'd expect, lots of chants going on, very up and about when they told Australia that they'd done better than England because they'd made it to day four. And, um, I think even, even the media major was getting chants in his direction. <laughs> so there was um, a lot of passion there and, and that was quite cool as well. Yeah, very cool. And a bit of a debacle a couple of days out from the start of the test match um, when you and I believe the Aussies as well realised that there was, in fact, no point system for this series. Um, talk us through how that all unfolded. There were probably some assumptions made just based on history. Um, the last <laughs> yeah. all-format tour between these teams in Australia was points-based. All the Ashes are points-based. Um, India's tour of England in 2021 was points-based. So you, you kind of just expect that that is what happens when you set up these tours that are one test, three ODIs, three T20s. And Australia brought over the Australia-India trophy from 2021, expecting that they'd be playing for it, um, only to find out on, I think, two days out from the test that that wasn't the plan and that wasn't going to be the case. So that's interesting because, um, I mean, the team, team don't care. They're here to play cricket. They're here to win three separate series. At the end of the day, it makes no difference to the overall picture. But um, you do just say, oh, it almost loses a bit of context. Um mm. Maybe even from a media outside perspective, if Australia are four points kneeled down in the series, then a lot of people are going to be saying, right, how are they going to fight their way back into this? As it is, they've lost a one-off test that they would have loved to have uh, won. But Starting from zero now. It's a bit like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's done. And I think at least Healy even said after the test, it's a bit like, oh, okay, yeah, disappointed to lose, but also it was a little bit meaningless. Uh, it was meaningful because it was the first test in 40 years. There's lots of meaning to it. But in terms of this tour, it's very easy to park it and move on now because it's it's a whole new thing. I mean, it seems kind of interesting that India, like, didn't want it. Like, surely they'd back themselves in their home conditions. And if they had had a multi-format series, to now be 4-0 up against Australia, they'd, they'd surely love to be in that position. Yeah, I think the players definitely would be. Um, I'm not sure if there's just a bit more red tape higher up. Um, maybe no one really thought of it till quite late in the piece, but um, yeah, hopefully this just means that next time these teams meet in an all-format tour, um, yeah, these things might be talked about a bit earlier and um, we can lock in that all-format contest that we'd all quite like to see. Perhaps that'll get sorted. Um, but now we're moving on, as we know, to the whiteboard games. It's got the first ODI on Thursday night, Aussie fans. Uh, this series, of course, will as well be um, broadcast live across Foxtel and KO. Um, LJ, as you mentioned with Ash, um, ODI World Cup um, coming up in India a little bit down the track. So I'm sure they'll be sure the Aussie team will be very keen to test out their, um, test themselves out in the Indian conditions in the one day format. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's July 2025-ish is when that World Cup's going to be. Okay. Um, don't know where. Hopefully it's in a, a bunch of different cities around India. But um, it's kind of crazy to think it's been six years since the Australians played their last ODI series here, or almost six years. Kind of the series that kick-started that 26-game um, winning streak. So okay. um, this will be a good chance for them to, I think Elisa Healy 
answered someone's question after the test match saying, you know, is this test lost a sign that the Aussies are over, like the, the year of dominance is done. And we just said, maybe judge where we're at after the white ball games. And I think the Aussies will. It's going to be a really good marker for them for where they're at in their one-day World Cup cycle. Uh, and again, you know, for the T20s after as well, knowing there's a, a T20 World Cup in Bangladesh with similar conditions coming up. Mm. Uh, later in the year as well yeah good call yeah you get the sense that this series um will probably give them a really good marker and um maybe inform some selection um decisions moving forward if they need to change things up or keep things relatively stable yeah absolutely and you know first official one day series for t-mac and midge as captains of the team too so this is the new official era of Australian cricket moving forward now and it'll be exciting to see how the team goes. We've got Megan Shoots touchdown. She's with the crew now, so I'm, I'm sure All she'll right. have a big role to play in white ball cricket. Shoot us back. She'll be stoked with that. Um, very good. Very good. Well, as we said, uh, Scoop listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening to Ash Gardner. She was immense throughout the test match and no doubt got a huge role to play as well in the white ball series. Um, thank you as always for listening and enjoy. Ash Gardner from Mumbai, thank you so much for joining us today on The Scoop. Um, first and foremost, uh, we need to get the full Mumbai Christmas wrap-up. So start from the start, talk us through the day. Um, sound, it looks from afar like you guys had a, a great day, a good lunch. So, yeah, talk us through it, Ash. Yeah, it was a good day, albeit um, a little bit different to normal. But um, it started, we had a team thing um, here in the team room. We just did like a little Kris Kringle. That was around 10 o'clock and we all just had a coffee. Um obviously shared our gifts and some people came in fantastic outfits, as you might have saw um, on social media, which was quite funny. Um, and then from there, we pretty much left for, for our lunch, which was organised. Um, it was about a 45-minute drive, so it was a bit of a long um, bus trip to get there, but um, there was lots of family and um, some partners that came over as well. So it was a it was a really enjoyable day. There was about 50 people in the end. Um, we had a pretty good um, Christmas lunch. It was, I guess, quite similar to what we get at home, um, maybe with a little Indian twist. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a really nice day spent with um, all the girls and um, all the staff as well. So, yeah, it was a really – it was probably as good as what um, I guess I was expecting from an Indian Christmas. I was just going to say, Ash, um, must be nice to have some families and kids and partners around for the day. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I think it was just nice for people to be able to, I guess, have some sort of normality on on what's not overly normal being um, away at this time of year. Um, I know a lot of us like to, to spend this time with, with family and friends and um, obviously just happen to be that we're, we're all away at this time. But, um, yeah, certainly for the people that have family and um, partners and stuff here, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was very nice for them. Nice one. And um, we really enjoyed all the Christmas shirts. It was uh, good to see everyone get into the spirit and a few of the South Australians going the extra mile. Yeah, that was my one request when I was trying to organise the Christmas stuff was making sure that everyone um, at least got into the spirit. And, yeah, like you said, some people obviously um, went to, to bigger and better lengths than um, what others did. So it was, it, it was impressive to see um, quite a few elves walking around, but, um, it was nice for people just to, I guess, take the mickey out of it and um, just to have a lot of fun with, yeah, something that is is quite weird and um, a little bit different. But, yeah, it was a good day all in all. So JJ mentioned that there were a couple of Grinches in the team that weren't enjoying the Christmas carols. Obviously not you. Who were the Grinches? <laughs> I mean, I can throw myself under the bus there because that's definitely me. Um, I don't know. Oh. I've never really been a... Uh, 
It actually probably is me and only me because every time that powder would come on in the change room, I would request for it to get changed. Um, Yeah, not a huge Christmas carol girl, if I'm honest. Um, Didn't really grow up listening to them. It's, yeah, I don't know. I find Christmas a bit of a funny day. Like it's obviously it's it's lovely to spend time with family and friends, but um, I guess when you're an adult, handing out gifts and, th- and things like that. It's kind of, I guess, what, what you do for the kids. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. <laughs> Grow up, everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how do you go in the uh, Secret Santa? Uh, I got a really good gift, actually. I we It actually, there was a, um, an app that basically you can draw out a name and then you can put in like a wish list. Um, so everyone pretty much got what they wanted because they did their own wish list. So I think everyone was pretty happy with um, their gifts. So I got a perfume off um, Shooter, which was really nice. Lovely, lovely. And Ash, you must have been busy organising Secret Santa and we also heard that you might have organised a patent sip the other night. Um, talk us through that one. Did you uncover any hidden artistic talent in the group? Yeah, I guess when I was trying to organise some things outside of cricket, I was making sure that people are now, like it's it's a bad time of year to be away from family and friends, so making sure that we're still having fun, I guess, off the cricket field. And, um, yeah, Christmas Day was a hit. And then um, Boxing Day yesterday, a lot of people obviously watch the cricket, have a few beverages and, and things like that. And um, I think there, there might have been some sore heads yesterday, so there wasn't too many people that were sipping while painting. But, um, there were some good <laughs> artists. Lauren Cheadle's uh, artwork was a hit. Um, Georgia Wareham was actually quite good. That's probably surprised me. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The most, George's was, yeah, was very good. So mine, not so much, but um, we had fun, which is the main, which is the main thing. Yeah, how important has it been for the team to band together and have fun and be around each other during this Christmas period? Yeah, it's it's been really good. We've um, had a team room at the end of the hall pretty much on our um, hotel level and it's been a really nice spot for, for us all to come and have dinner together. There's always been movies on. Um, 
couple of people have their PS5 set up. So those that are gamers have come in and um, played that. But it's just been a nice little outlet for, for us to come in and just, just to chill out um, over this little period. We've also got a really good coffee machine and there's a lot of um, coffee connoisseurs in this team. So it's it's been really nice to, I guess, just be able to, to connect on that level um, outside of, I guess, cricketing stuff because I think once you've got that really good connection and and I guess you're enjoying yourself, you're probably going to be playing good cricket anyway because you can trust your teammates and, and you know that you can have fun as well. So, yeah, it's been um, an interesting time away, but I, th- I think it's been a really good one for our group, which is really cool. And you've been over to India a couple of times in the last few years, Ash. Um, from your perspective, what's unique about going over there? Do you enjoy touring India and what are some of the things you like to do to get out and about away from the hotel? Yeah, it's it's certainly um, very different for people that haven't been to India. Um, it's a it's a culture shock. Um, the people are so lovely. They're they're very um, accommodating. But I guess for us, we we probably don't get a chance to I guess do real touristy things because um, we don't have a lot of time. And then when we do have a day off, we kind of just want to relax and I guess sit by the pool. But um, yeah, what, what do we do? We go out for dinners. Um, we go out for coffee. There's really good um, cafes here um, that we've found, which has been um, a nice little breakaway. You, you kind of forget that you're in, <clears throat> sorry, that you're actually in India um, when you're in these like, really cool cafes. So that's probably, I guess, the extent of probably what we're doing at the moment. Um, we're pretty busy and it's obviously really hot. So trying to stay in the aircon for as long as possible is probably key as well. Yeah, staying out of the pollution is always good too. But um, with your first test match in India under your belt now, a couple of days for the dust to settle, how do you reflect on the experience? Yeah, we always knew coming over here playing a test match in India was always going to be really challenging, just obviously going off, um, I guess, the the things that the boys have um, endured. And we were lucky enough to speak to a couple of the boys um, about touring in India and um, playing test match cricket and stuff like that. So we knew it was always going to be um, a massive challenge playing the Indians, um, yeah, in India and on their conditions as well. So, yeah, we always knew that it was going to be hard work and um, it certainly was hard work. We um, probably let the test match slide in that first day. Um, unfortunately, I think when you win the toss and you bat first, you have to make um, real use of that and you have to really um, put the other team under under pressure, which we weren't able to do, which is really um, unfortunate and and frustrating for our group because we feel like we're in a really good spot and um, to, I guess, let it slide in that day one, it was always going to be hard to try and fight back and to try and win it. Um, we certainly did our best. We we fought right the way to the end. So um, I guess that's the best character um, things that are about our team is that we we don't stop fighting and um, even when our backs are, are up against the wall, that's when we do um, try and fight our way out of it. So I guess going into the white ball stuff, we can certainly take a lot of confidence out of what we were able to do um, at certain points throughout the game. So um, I think everyone's confident going into the game tomorrow, which is really cool. And for for us, Ash, with the test match, it really felt like something could happen every single ball. Talk us through the conditions from your perspective, both as a batter and when you're bowling out there. Yeah, I think well, as a batter, um, like your decision-making has to be on point um, because as soon as you let that slide, that's when um, it can bring your downfall and it it can bring your wicket. So I think, yeah, from from a batting perspective, it's all about making those decisions um, right at the right time as well and and knowing that there is a little bit of variable bounce um, with both pace and spin. There's obviously a lot more turn than probably what we're used to um, 
than in Australia. So it's, it's being able to combat those things. And, um, you just got to have really, I guess, good intent when you're playing in these types of conditions, because as soon as you're on the back foot, that's when it's probably not going to go that great. Um, and then I think from a bowling perspective, it's being able to keep the stumps in play, um, as often as possible. And whether the ball does turn, whether the ball doesn't turn, at least you've got all three modes of dismissal or all modes of dismissal rather, um, still in play. So yeah, I think that's the main thing is just making sure that you're really consistent. Um, and I guess you almost want to bore them as much as possible. And then hopefully that brings a wicket as well when you can build, um, back to back maidens or back to back overs with, um, little to no runs. So that's probably what I tried to do most was just try and stay really patient with the ball and just be really consistent in the line and lengths that I was bowling. And did you go in expecting to bowl as many overs as you did? Um, 41's a, a pretty big shift there. Yeah, I mean, I expected to bowl quite a few overs, probably not as many. Um, we always know that spinners do uh, a bulk of the overs here in India with just how the wickets turn out. But, um, yeah, I certainly didn't think that I was going to be bowling 41 in um, one innings. But... I was loving it um, until the next morning when I got out of bed and I was very sore um, in parts of my body that I didn't think I used when I was bowling. But, um, yeah, it was a really cool I guess, opportunity for me to be able to, to bowl a lot of overs to, um, yeah, to get that practice here in India, which we don't normally get. So um, hopefully that keeps me in good stead for these next um, six games. Yeah. Were you exhausted, Ash, after that um that innings where you bowled 41 overs and talk us through the process of how you go recovering and backing up for another day of test cricket after a huge day like that. Yeah, I was pretty tired to be honest with you. Um, after that day I had an ice bath, um, which I think was needed one just for the heat, but also just to recover, um, really quickly. And then I think once I got back to the hotel, I also jumped in the pool just to do some mobility, just to make sure that I wasn't going to, I guess, stiffen up and, um, probably more so in my back than anything. So making sure that I was really mobile um, through my back. And, yeah, I guess the next morning um, I was pretty tired mentally but um, also quite physically and then obviously I didn't need to do any more bowling um, for that innings. And, um, yeah, I surprisingly recovered quite quickly. Um, I haven't like felt like I've bowled 50 overs in a test match a couple of days ago, so I, I feel ready to go again. And obviously it's a pretty fierce rivalry between Australia and India and Midge and Humbert Cora are both pretty competitive characters too. Did you see that um, you know, little incident between them out in the middle and what did you make of that? Yeah, they are both fiery characters. Um, I don't know who's who's more fiery to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I obviously <laughs> did see it and um, it was a bit of a weird moment. I've um, been involved in something a little bit similar at the Monica test when um, Catherine Brunt threw the ball at me as well and um, tried to appeal for that too. So <laughs> it's it's like one of those moments that's a little bit weird that you don't see all that often. Um, but it was fair play by, well, it was probably fair play by both. Harmon wanted to throw the ball to try and get her out and then Midge also reacted the way that she did because the ball was coming at her quite quickly. So um, all in all, she got four runs for it. So um, carry on. It does. It does feel like Ash. There's like a really solid, uh, competitive, and fierce rivalry, but building between the two teams. Is that something that you all enjoy being part of a contest like that when there's a bit of spice out on the field? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's always great, and I think that's why our battles with England have been so good for so long because there is that fierce rivalry. We know them really well, and I guess. Um, now that there is the WPL and we get to know a lot of their players, um, not playing for India, 
when they are playing for your franchise team, you get to know them and I guess you get to, to build that rivalry again because you know what they're like and um, whether you become mates with them or not, there is that extra spark there to either get them out or um, to do better. So, yeah, it's, it's certainly um, a rivalry that's probably growing. Um, we've played them in a lot of big games over the last few years and um, thankfully we've got out on top um most of the time, but I think we're just we've we've seen what they're capable of um, throughout that test match and and their individual players that um, stand up in big moments, which is um, really cool for them. And does an experience like this just sort of whet the appetite for more test match cricket in India and just more match test matches in general? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's something that we've spoken about for so long over the last probably four or five years is is we want to play more test cricket and. Um, we've we've got the chance to play through this through this season so um that's more than what we probably imagined uh, a few years ago and it's um, fantastic to see i guess that's the way that the women's game is going is people want to play more test cricket and ultimately if the players want to play more and then um boards and stuff get on get on board as well with with the individual teams hopefully that can i guess transpire into into playing more and um the real appetite for it i think is there and um, there's certainly different countries around the world that would probably want to play it more than others. And I think um, once we can get it, I guess, as a as a global thing and we can play it every year and um, stuff like that, it'll naturally grow and um, teams will naturally get better at it as well. So I'm, I'm sure we'll play more Test Match cricket over the next five to ten years, which is cool. And just lastly on the test, Ash, um, heard there might have been some um, interesting chants going on in the crowd. I, was, I wasn't there. And for all our listeners, um, are you able to shed some light on what some of those chants might have been? They were very catchy at the time. And I, I mean, yeah, I can't um, remember. <laughs> there was one about me, but I can't Yeah, there was something about Ashley Gardner does it all alone or something like that. It was, it was quite funny. And, and some of them were quite, um, were quite witty. But it was really hard when you were batting not to listen to them because um, obviously you shouldn't be on what, what they're chanting, but it's it's quite hard because they're very loud. So, um, yeah, I probably can't give you too much more on that because I can't remember. That's good. You're focusing on the game. Yeah, it's good to focus. <laughs> and I'm looking ahead to the one-dayers now. First one-dayers here, I think, in almost six years, but um, World Cup coming up here and the next 18 months or so. So um, how important are these games going to be? Yeah, they're huge. And I think it's it's fantastic to be able to play all formats here. Um, I've played a lot of T20 cricket in India over the last little period. So it'll be nice to play some one-day stuff as well, which um, I was fortunate enough to be here the last time we played ODIs in India out at Baroda. And um, we got some great crowds. And I guess that's where we kind of started our really successful reign as well. So hopefully we can, I guess, lean in on, on what we could do there and um, really take some confidence out of what we've been able to do over the last two to three years um, in the white ball format. So, yeah, we're certainly really confident going into um, the rest of this series and um, I'm sure individuals as, individuals will stand up at um, certain points throughout the series as well, which is something that I'm um, most looking forward to. Ash Gardner, always a pleasure to chat to you on the scoop. Thank you for taking the time out um, to join us. Um, all the best for the white ball staff. Can't wait to watch on from afar. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Away. Australia away. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 